I just love that new song so much. It's so cool. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to one episode 141 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And LJ Lowry. That song was Plus Ultra. I'm so stoked about it. Yeah. Plus Ultra? Is that a... The My, Hero Acad- I'm not getting. My Hero Academia reference right there. Ah. Uh, I watched the first why. episode. Haven't, like... And then you watched Little Witch Academia instead. That's, yeah. Well, I did that that's first. Right. Yeah. 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 So most people have probably heard that story already, but yeah. told to watch My Hero Academia, watch Little Witch <laughs> Academia, was not disappointed. Confused, but not but disappointed. Not disappointed. Uh, I, I watched the last, I watched an episode of My Hero Academia recently, but I wasn't sold on it. So I need to watch more because I know it gets good. Yes, you need to watch more. Right. I wasn't sold on Sword Art Online until a few episodes in too, so ah. I understand uh, cool. Today we're going to be talking about plagiarism within the industry, John Ralphio as Sonic, One Punch Man, and the importance of Christian celebrities. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Samantha Billups, and Walker Triplett. Thank you so much for donating. We appreciate you a ton. We sure do. Yeah. Absolutely. Did I say the guy's name right for Sonic, LJ? That was yes. your reference. That yes, <laughs> it was. I have not watched Community yet. Parks and Rec. Told I need to. Yeah, I Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. That's where. Well, they're they basically the same show. I've no. seen like three episodes of Parks and Rec. They are not the same show. Okay, I did watch. That's another <laughs> thing I watched like an episode of and was like, meh. Oh, Parks and Rec is great. It's like right up there with The Office. It's uh, in my opinion. Okay. But yeah, people usually compare it to The Office. Saying it's. I mean, it's a similar yeah. format. That mockumentary. mockumentary. Yeah, pretty much. Mockumentary comedy thing. But the problem is, anytime I want to start watching a new show that's similar to The Office, I just watch The Office instead. <laughs> that's what I did this last week. I watched The Office. Fair enough. Where are the turtles? I saw that episode again. <laughs> I have so much Netflix catching up to do that I can't imagine going back to something. Uh, yeah, me too. I just... Yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get into uh, the world of gaming. What are you guys? What are you guys been playing? Uh, I've been playing. I'm on the final boss of Hollow Knight because I just determined I don't care about a hundred percent. Well, here's the thing about Hollow Knight is that since there's been DLC added, uh-huh. you a hundred percent completion isn't really a hundred percent completion. 107% is actually 100% completion because of all the DLC stuff. Oh. Is a yeah. DLC so only realized... 7% of the game? Um, It's an extra there's 7%. A, there's like a... I, I looked at this chart about how um, the percentages work and basically mm-hmm. with each like upgrade is a certain percent and which with each event or boss is a certain percent and that Collectibles sort of probably too? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um... So I determined I don't care that much about that. Yeah. And I think I'm ready for the game to be done because I love it and I need to move on to other games. Right. Or else I'm <laughs> going to be stuck on it forever. Problem is, the boss is really hard. Not the regular boss. Oh, yeah. That There's game's... another boss. And it's really hard. And I won't talk more about it because of spoilers. But, like, I kind of... I didn't rage quit. I definitely did not <laughs> rage quit. What I did is I tried it 
a couple times, and then I put the controller down. I'm like, I'm trying this another day. It was a preemptive. So, it was a preemptive rage quit. You're like, you know what? Feel it coming on. Yeah. And you start wearing <laughs> those straps that come with the Joy Cons, so in case you throw the Switch, you're playing on Switch, right? Uh, I'm playing on the Pro controller. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you should on the Switch. Play it on the so. Switch and with like the Joy Con <laughs> handles, and then when you throw it, it'll just right, hang right. off of you. Yeah, I don't really feel controllers, though. Come back and wham, just smack you. I'm pretty sure that's what those are for. You smack yourself in the face instead of your TV. I don't think I've ever (laughs) rage quit, but I get very frustrated, which I mean is, I guess, what most people just, they just feel intense frustration when they rage quit. But I never feel so intensely frustrated with everything that I actually feel like I need to throw something, you know? (laughs) And I'm glad I I've never felt I need to throw something. I'm trying to remember. I think... PS2 days me, like, kid me with, like, almost hit it against something. I would keep uh, controller and, like, want to hit it against the ground. Yeah. I, but I don't think I ever did. Oh. The, uh, the the me that was not Christian uh, definitely raged and broke controllers and things like that. Like, I've... I yeah. love that it's your faith that has kept you from destroying <laughs> your own stuff. It was just one of those things, like, when I changed my ways, that was just one of those... Like, I still get angry. I still rage at games sometimes. But it's mm-hmm. a lot less destructive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. You keep that yeah. <laughs> Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah um, there you go. The only game I've been playing is Smash. And I talked about this a little bit last week, how I've been trying to challenge myself to very, very slowly but surely try to wake, um, make my way to be more competitive. So what I've been yeah. doing is just practicing basic, well, basic advanced techniques. When I say basic advanced techniques, I mean there's a lot of techniques and things that um, competitive players do, and they just do it naturally. They do it really fast, and they don't even really think about it. And I, a lot of those I haven't even really done before. <laughs> so I've been working on them and practicing them, and I've also been playing online, Ooh. which has been really fun, except I also get lag, which is annoying a lot of times, I don't even but... do basic moves very well. <laughs> um, basic I advanced. Think, I think I've been doing better. I think I've been improving a little bit, just little okay. bit by little bit. Um, I created this uh, geeky bucket list because I realized there's a lot of geeky things I want to do, but there's only three things on the list right now. One is <laughs> okay. to go San Diego Comic Con. There you go. Just once nice. in my life. Another to is happen. to cosplay. Whether at a convention or otherwise, I guess I said at a convention, but it doesn't really matter. My wife can help you make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then the third is to be in a Smash tournament. There you go. And feel halfway confident about it. (laughs) So So you'll see Geeks Under Grace at San Diego Comic Con soon then? Yeah. Sometime in the future. At some point, I think we all, uh, as as an organization want to make it to San Diego Comic-Con. We'll just have yes. to make sure Shelly goes. Yeah, that, yeah, that E3. Like, those are the two, like, biggest ones. That, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I'm... Especially after the Smash Direct, which we'll talk a little bit more about later in our gaming section. Yeah. I'm just so freaking hyped that <laughs> it's helping me... It's pushing me to play Smash even more. Like, if I wasn't motivated before, I'm even more motivated now. So. You gotta, you gotta... Who's your main? Um, Yoshi? But... I've actually okay. been playing pretty well. Like, Toon Link used to be, when the first game first came out, Toon Link was my main. 
just because I liked playing as him and I thought his playstyle worked with me well. And then I realized I was really good at Yoshi, but I also like playing as Lucina. But I think, I still think Yoshi is my main, but I still am surprisingly good at Toon Link in some situations. But there's a lot of techniques with him that I don't quite know yet because there's, I'm just focusing on like techniques that any um, character can utilize because it's just like any character, they're just play styles. Whereas yeah. mm-hmm. every character has their own specific strategies, which I haven't focused so much on yet. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what have you been playing, LJ? Uh, so I've been playing a few things, um, mostly for coverage and articles and, and things, uh, since I got back yeah. from my little mini vacation. Um, the first game I've been playing is uh, Dead Cells, which was subject of the uh, plagiarism at IGN that we will talk about a little, like, pretty soon here. Um, Dead Cells right. is like a roguelike, it's kind of, it's like a roguelike sort of Metroidvania kind of game, or adventure platformer, as Joe would, would like to call it. Yeah. It's what yeah. people have here in Colorado because they smoke weed. What? Dead cells? <laughs> oh, wow. You say that about here, too. Yeah, I'm just I was going to say Washington's probably got plenty of dead cells as well. It's got a lot of good medicinal purposes. Ooh. I just wanted to save the joke for the sake of the joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, um, it's it's a really good rogue. It's a rogue light because Maurice would probably message me if he heard this and be like, "No, it's a rogue light." Um, it what it does is it it gives you enough to where like y- it, uh, you grab items on the way to like fighting bosses and stuff, mm-hmm. but you lose them whenever you die. But you all you keep like upgrades like to your health flasks, upgrades to like just things you can do like. When you start, it'll give you a sword and a shield. Or no, wait, you'll get a sword, but then you'll get a bow and a shield, and you can choose between those. And then eventually you can get an ability or, like, a perk where it'll drop a random one instead of, like, starting with the basic one. And it's cool because you'll get to see all the items, like, in, like, these giant, like, glass vials, like, hanging from the ceiling of, like, everything you've collected. And so, like, you have blueprints for all this stuff, and you get to pick it up uh, with each run. Okay. Uh, um, but it's got this way of you can upgrade as you go. There's like three different colors that they coordinate with. You can upgrade these three different colors to power up your weapons and strengthen up your health. But what this game oh, does okay. is I know you talked about now. Yeah. It, it, empa- it empowers you enough to where you get strong enough to where to where you get confident. It gives you this confidence, and so you keep running through, and you're like, okay, I got this. I you know, I, and then it's like when you pick up a blueprint you almost get more urgent to make it to the end of a stage because you're like, okay, I got to take this back to the collector. Mm. And then okay. in a very in a very Dark Souls manner, uh, you collect these like s- these cells from enemies. And so the idea is you want to collect as many of those as you can, take it back to the collector, so you can upgrade all these other little perks and things. I imagine the collector from the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. So it's just... it It's so addicting because... You can you can do so good on a run, and then be like, "Oh man, I can get that far next time." And then you can get overconfident, and they'll just like waste you. Uh, mm. But it, it's got such a fun loop. It's it's really like really addictive. 
Um, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, I am working on the review for that, um, but I'm taking my time with it and uh, starting a new run because that's what the developers encouraged people to do if they received an early access copy on PC like I did a year ago. Okay. So, so yeah, that's been fun. And then uh, cool. something I did this afternoon is uh, Bard's Tale. And Bard's Tale is an old school RPG, mm-hmm. uh, like on PC. And, oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we actually, old? huh? How old? Or uh, is it like, like an old? 80s. Like 80s. Oh, oh. like it, it, does, it yeah. itself is actually old. Y- yes, they're old. I see. Yeah. So the, the way we got this, uh, this is an official review uh, copy as well, but uh, I signed us up on a list to get there's a fourth one coming out which is like a reimagining and like a like a spirit like a sequel to these old ones mm-hmm. okay and so originally we were gonna uh we we're i was gonna leave it for somebody like it wasn't required it didn't have like an embargo we weren't required to actually cover it we, it was just to play in preparation of the fourth one so when i found out this was on the pull list and then when i found out uh, joe was was gonna have to bow out for the day I was like, man, I should play this. I should actually play this and talk about it on the show. And uh. it's very text-based so much that it like feels like a D&D campaign. And you can literally cool. create party members out of... Ooh. Yeah, you can literally create party members and race and class and roll for stats and everything. Wow. Uh, so what I did was I made, yeah. I made the GUG cast. <laughs> hey. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so it was neat. Uh, I tried to go off of what we discussed a few weeks ago about, like, what our classes would be. What was mm-hmm. that? So, you were the bard. I was the bard. Yes. And you were a Ooh. hobbit bard. Yes. <laughs> yes. For those who don't know, Thanks. I am shorter than I sound. Well, it was more a <laughs> reference to your profile picture when Joe's, like, he's like, you look oh, like that's a right. hobbit. Yeah. That one. Oh, so. I realized. I don't know if I brought So... For those who haven't seen my profile picture, because uh, it's on my personal Facebook, um, it's like a sword in the stone thing. But I didn't really think about when you take the picture. They took the picture below me, so I look short already. But there's a giant knight statue behind me. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like I'm knee tall it's, to this yeah, knight. It's a weird optical illusion. It, it really is. I look uh, like a hobbit. But <laughs> yeah, I'm also so, really short in real life. So, uh, so I made you a bars, and then... Uh, this game is is like so like straight up D and D to where like you don't start with any weapons. You have to go to the shop next to the tavern and buy weapons and get your weapons. Nice. Yeah, and then so but it's uh, dangerous heard... to go alone. Yes. Um, well, so yeah. So how do you... <laughs> I've never wait a minute? I've never been in a game except for Zelda, Breath of the Wild, where they haven't given me. What happens if you get attacked before you have a weapon? You punch. You punch at things, and it reads. Oh, okay. It's like I guess Minecraft say, does that. It'll be like Cody Armor punched a goblin for and did this much damage or whatever um, in the face. So what I failed to do is I had everybody <laughs> equipped with weapons and stuff, but then I forgot to give you an instrument. <laughs> oh god! Ah. <laughs> and then so I went to like uh, you get you have a song list, and so I went to like oh play song, and then whenever it actually executes the attacks and stuff like that, it said. It said, um, it's like, Cody doesn't have an instrument. <laughs> oh, and I'm no. like, and I'm like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> Cody beatboxes. And then, so I did end up getting you an instrument. I got you, a, I, you have a mandolin? 
Yay. I love mandolin. I could have chose between a flute or a harp, but I'm like, nah. Cody needs a mandolin. Mandolin. Yeah. So, I want an electric <laughs> guitar. And then, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I made Joe a paladin. Uh, he's okay. a dwarf. He's a dwarf paladin. Um, <laughs> and then, so I made... Uh, Shelly's was a bit tough, because I remember what... You said you wanted to be some kind of mage, right? During that episode? Yeah, we. I don't know. We had different theories about what I would well, be. Well, <laughs> yeah, so so I didn't want to give us too many warriors, because I made myself a warrior. And then, so I made you a yeah. magician. Nice. And then, so... I got. I was getting my lore mixed up because in D and D, like in Lord of the Rings, they're usually elves are usually tall and majestic, right? Yeah. So, but maybe were the elves shorter in that game? They, they elves... never. They never oh. say. Like they never. Yeah. They legit. And drow elves are short in D and D. Okay. Well, there is a half elf, and then there's an elf. So I wonder if. Well, the half, the half elf is human. Okay. Well, it's so not, basically, I mean, mean halfling yeah. elf. But then, and, yeah, and so it has the portraits, and so it looked like a regular elf, like as I would know it, like a magician. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. So I made Shelly a magician, and then yeah. I, made, I made myself a half-orc warrior. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the story is, it feels like a straight-up D&D campaign, because it's called, it's like literally called The Unknown Tales. And so it's about running through the city that is overtaken by demons because of this evil wizard. And so the idea is you have to search houses and find clues and investigate and find keys and things. Like, find out how to defeat him. And so it's literally turn-based tactics like a D&D campaign. It's it's really cool. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, so what's nice is they haven't rolled out the whole trilogy all in one set. It said um, the second game or campaign is going to come out in the fall, and then the third one's going to come out in the winter. Okay. So I'm gonna try to push us as far, uh, push our party as far as we can through the game, and then hopefully it'll let me actually take that party from the first game into the second game. Yeah. Be cool. Okay. And then that'd you can, be really crazy for mechanics from back then to. Well, it's it's a remaster. Okay. Yeah. So it's neat. It's got a little cor- uh, picture in the top corner of the city. It's like it's 3D modeled and everything. Uh, okay. So it's very grid based, kind of like the map is, which would right. I feel like a D and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be, yeah, for, for a map. So it is so D&D. Like, I've never played actual D&D, but I feel like this is the closest I'd ever get to a D&D game. It sounds close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot to unpack, but I know you guys would appreciate it, and I know our audience would appreciate it. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, it's been fun, and I hope to play more of that. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I'm not going to bore everybody with Octopath. Um, I've been playing it. Fine. I actually got back into it. <laughs> I oh, didn't nice. play last week much. Uh, I was able to get into it, beat a, beat a chapter, which has been nice because I hadn't made any progress. I but think Joe's like said, about ready to review that game because he's got tons of hours into it, and at this point, he wants yeah. it to be over. Yeah. Well, I I was grinding, uh, and like I was having fun with the grinding, and then like I got to a point where I didn't want to grind anymore. <laughs> I was like, maybe I can beat that second chapter, and I could, so I did, and I was like, all right, cool. Uh, so I've only beaten the second chapter for one character, but, um, like I said, I'm not gonna get super into it. It's been fun. It's okay. been a good, uh, game for the end of the day. Relax and grind a little bit before bed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's good, going good, good. on in the news? A lot. Okay. Yeah. Honestly. There's, there's a lot going on. Um, it's fall has, or not, fall's not here, but gaming season is, has just kicked up. Starting to fall yes. to our feet. <laughs> uh, so, Monster Hunter is a hit on Steam. 
uh, with no with, way. Yeah, so <laughs> in especially Japan though, Japan is where it's sold like it's broken records. It's like literally the best Steam game in Japan because which that, is yeah. Monster they, Hunter is like Call of Duty to Japan, basically. Like it's the biggest game in Japan in all which, platforms it comes out. Yeah, on. so it's interesting. Um, because it was originally only on, was it PS4 exclusive or was PS4, it? PS4 and Xbox. Oh, yeah. okay, good. And yeah. Xbox. But PS4 seems to have more of the cool DLC stuff. Well, yeah, or that did. and more, their Xbox does not have an audience in Japan, really. Yeah. Um, a lot of their stuff kind of gets pushed to the back of the shelves at stores and things like that. Um, so I think that will probably change within the next couple of years. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if they with, get more JRPGs and stuff and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, community. I see with Xbox trying to get these first-party games working, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a kind of a shift. But, yeah, it's definitely been mostly Sony, oh, right? But, yeah, but the thing is, for PC, even PC is really huge. Like, I don't know exactly what the PC market is in japan but it blew like steam records away uh for i mean japan yeah when i think of pc i think of um oh in like japan and i don't know about japan because it's more korea even yeah with the uh mobas exactly yeah Yeah. uh definitely don't think of monster hunter when i think of pcs in japan yeah well yeah, people are going to play whatever they get their hands on. Like, that's why the por- the portable versions are so popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People play it's it on the trains and the buses and stuff over there. For me, I remember when Monster Hunter first came out, and then I'm like, oh, it's going to come out on PC, and maybe I'll get it then. And then my excitement for it just died, and, like, I'm not going to go get it. And I feel like that happened a lot of times with uh, people in the U.S. of, like, just sort of... It, it's been such a long time already mm-hmm. between the first release yeah that it's like oh do i really need to get it at this point yeah like um, chances are if people wanted to play that the game they dies. probably already have already. yeah and yeah. so it's just interesting that that's sort of i don't even want to say the opposite necessarily but just so different than in japan where they must have just been willing to wait or they again they'll just steam is so much better or more accessible yeah i don't know I would think it'd have to do with the graphics. Uh, I would assume, and I don't know this about Monster Hunter for sure, but they've been playing on the PS4, and they're like, you can see it in even more 4K. We were like, oh, well, I'm definitely getting it then, because I love Monster Hunter this much. Then we're going to watch it, Mm -hmm. and it's most highest glory. Well, I mean, if you got a PC and a 4K monitor, if you got a really good PC and a 4K monitor, you're going to play Monster Hunter like that. That's worth the wait, and it's worth it. But... I don't. It's not even the graphics because the graphics, even to this new, this other weird Switch version that's coming out, mm-hmm. it still looks like a dang DS game. Like it's okay. People, Monster people have not played Monster Hunter for the graphics for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I think this last game has been really, really beautiful. It's it's been more accessible to a lot yeah. more people, and if yeah. our if like if our Twitch team was interested enough, like even Jamie was interested for a while and i was like yeah okay if you know if a few of us end up if a few of them you know end up getting it then you know then i've already maybe. played tons of it then i then i'd consider it but then even jamie's like no nah, i'm good at this point which we mentioned that last week but yeah so but, you brought a twitch i know we brought this up every week but i think we need to for a little while yeah. um joe has been doing a pray and play 
Yes. Every Wednesday and Sunday? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Nice. So go watch. He's been playing Chasm. Um, yeah, go, yeah. go watch and hang out. And, um, and after if you have any prayer requests, ask him and he will actually pray for yeah, you he right stops then and there and while does he's it. playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. recommend it's it. It's super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, for the next piece of news, uh, before we get into the Smash Direct, I feel like we're going to get into the Smash Direct pretty deep. Uh, I want to address the IGN news first, I think. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, last week, uh, it was a mess. Uh, there was a review for Dead Cells that came out on IGN from their Nintendo, uh, their their Nintendo editor. Uh, it was the first review he's ever actually reviewed and edited. So, which means okay. if, he, if you edit it yourself, no one else is going to look at it. Right. Um, there's a video from this guy named Boomstick saying, uh, IGN copied my Dead Cells review. What do I do? And it got enough recognition. And so pretty soon the review page said, um, you know, this review is temporarily removed. IGN takes plagiarism allegations very seriously. And we'll update mm-hmm. with more. Pretty soon, uh, they updated with a statement that they have parted ways with the reviewer, uh, Philip Mewson, and uh, that's pretty much all they said. Uh, that they parted ways with, with him and uh, somebody was going to be re-reviewing Dead Cells, which their new review is out is already out now. Got it. Um, he proceeded to apologize, um, but it was not a good apology. Um, and it started up a firestorm. Uh, there's a guy at Kutaku, Jason, Jason Schreier. That dude is, he's a very notable reporter. Um, so in his, in his apology video, he, he at first did apologize. He took full responsibility, but then also said it was coincidental. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) So then, then he proceeded to, uh, to mention Kotaku and was like, Hey, keep looking. Uh, you know, because you're not going to find anything. <laughs> when you call out a guy like that, they are going to find something. Uh, <laughs> right. so, so they did. <laughs> the dude found something, tweeted it out, and was like, hey, boom, there you go. Something a... like what? Huh? Something like oh, what? It was legit text he copied from his Metro. Uh, Met- it was a Metroid review for that last Metroid game that came out. Oh. Uh-huh. And so he, he did it one-to-one. It was like a screenshot, and it had a Phillips review and Gadget's. And then and it was it was two ex- excerpts. It was from Philip and then Engadget. Uh, okay. Somebody on Twitter did point this out. There was a particular button in Metroid you used to aim, and mm-hmm. so the en- the Engadget review mi- like mis- mistook the button. They they accidentally like mixed up the buttons, and then oh. so literally in 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 Philip's excerpt matched that same sentence with the. With the button. With the mistake in it. Yeah, with with the mistake. Awkward. (laughs) So, (laughs) all this to say is plagiarism is a a cardinal sin in, in, if you're a writer at all, in journalism, anything. Right. Plagiarism is a cardinal sin. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a huge, I think, I don't think IGN's going to get hurt by this. I think IGN handled it really well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This poor guy, like, he's he's done. Yeah, his career's over. Nobody should hire him yeah so um, he he also made the mistake of saying that he uh when he what he likes to do is he likes to do research before he writes his reviews oh so it's actually kind of neat that i'm here to be able to talk about this right now because 
having write, written reviews, uh, he you know when he talked about doing research, I usually do research for like the background uh, and and the story behind the game necessarily about like the franchise and things like that and you know mm-hmm. the development story. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. look at people's written reviews. Like I have seen numbers, like re- review numbers, but that's kind of hard to avoid. And that really personally does not affect me seeing the number of the review because it's not going to affect my opinion. Yeah. Um so all that to say is yeah, he made he made the mistake of like kind of burning himself out a little bit saying he did the research. Mm-hmm. Um so one thing having said that like, you know, we having you know said how it's a cardinal cardinal sin and things like that there the internet is at it again because at the end of his review his uh, video he mentioned that people were sending him threats and things like that and personally like attacking him over the internet they said he was they were trying to reach his family to get to him which to me like i don't care you know I, i look at this as a redemption thing from especially from a christian point of view it doesn't matter what you've done or what kind of bad things you've done like you should never i mean in any case never go after a person or their family in that in that yeah especially to bring the family involved like that's so wrong there's no reason to do that yeah right like Like, it's a video game review yeah you don't need to you understand the professional wasn't there and he should have been this reminds me this reminds me of a story. This reminds me of something, uh, a news story I watched. Uh-huh. I want to hear okay. about this very interesting news story. So there was this little Amish community. Um, this relates, I swear. Um, this <laughs> okay. Amish community where a couple of their, if I remember it correctly, um, either a child or multiple children were murdered by this guy. This random Whoa. guy, he murdered Oh, jeez. And then I believe he killed himself as well. Hmm. So, of course, it's very easy to... You would think the Amish community would, uh, you know, be really, really upset, really angry. And, of course, that's, like, the initial reaction. And that's a healthy reaction to be upset about that. But what they ended up doing is actually getting really, really close to that the killer's family. And becoming really close with that family and um, actually making their community even like closer because the family were like, we had nothing to do with this. And also this is terrible and we would never, you know, be okay with this. And we're so, so sorry. And like, they're apologizing on behalf of this guy. Um, And so it was just a really, really cool news story of, you know, so you're so used to seeing all this attacking and hate, hate upon hate, whereas they found hate but respond with love which is what you're supposed to do right but it's so hard um and i just thought it's interesting because i mean amish internet's not really a thing for them you know mm-hmm. internet makes you really salty and upset because you don't face them face to face yeah toxic it's very yeah. toxic and so all that to say is you know the church like kind of looks at at video games as more of a childish thing and the toxicity doesn't help and this whole situation it's kind of a black eye on everybody like um it's a black eye on like gamers as a whole because that doesn't do anything for our hobby Um, right it's a black eye on 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 all these you know this journalist and and everyone else that's getting wrapped up on it on twitter and things. and video game journalism as a whole 
Yes. And so it's like, as as much as this dude, he ended his career, he he committed in a cardinal sin of, of writing, basically. Uh, just no matter what he's done, like, it should never come to that point. Um, and so it's like, I feel bad for the dude. Like, he messed up. And, like, I pity him because he totally messed up. And, you know, it's sad that his family's getting brought into it and all that stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a bummer situation, like, on all accounts. Um, anyway, so, yeah, to bring it back up. And uh, our next piece of news, we mentioned we were going to talk about the Smash Direct. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, so. my gosh. I almost I, I mean, screamed on the bus. There's so watching. much news here to unpack. I thought it was going to be, you know, we kind of talked about this last week where we we're thinking it was just going to be patch notes or, was, or not, <laughs> this, not patch notes. Game isn't out yet. That was our um, term for it, though. But yeah, essentially patch notes <laughs> yeah, in the sense yeah. of small right. changes yeah. with characters, and I was okay with that. I was yeah. ready. I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I was not. I want to know the the conference, the meeting, where Sakurai was like, hey, I'm going to kill the Mario brothers. <laughs> and somebody was like, hey, yeah, so, that's uh, a good idea. He, uh, uh... Sakurai just snapped snapped his fingers and there it went. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so happy that they were like, well, yeah, well, that's marketing. <laughs> I mean, everyone's talking about I it. I mean, they they're like, hey, Marvel Luigi just so did brutally. They're like, hey, Marvel it, did it. Let's let's kill off some of ours, too. <laughs> yeah. I, that was really cool reveal. Uh, it was. UK Nintendo of UK says that El- Luigi is okay. Uh, I get to see pictures. I would yeah. like to see him be I'm, okay. Yeah, I want to see Pixar him didn't brother, Please. He looked very unokay in that video. Yeah, yeah he literally got ghosted. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited for Simon and Richter Belmont like being a Castlevania fan. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I've never and played Castlevania. The but whip. I think yeah, the whip works the... exactly like it does in the game, where you move, uh, you mm-hmm. hold the button and move the stick, and he like literally like swings it when you get to like flail it. Which it's I think awesome. is so interesting cool. because that's the exact thing um, Sheik had in melee and maybe even brawl as well. But huh. the fact that you could just whip it around like that, yeah, um, it's it's a little it mechanic in the games. So now that they they add two different character, I thought that was really cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then King Karul. Yeah, um, and that's the other... huge. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about K. Rule that much, but K. Rule has been asked for for I years. Do. Donkey Kong. It was basically number game. one, as far as I'm aware, yeah. was Ridley. Number two, yeah. King K. Rule. King Karul. So yeah. the joke going around is that Smash Ultimate has turned into never ask me to do anything ever again the game yeah that's sakura yeah. we can never <laughs> yeah. ask for anything more from him because he's done uh, what the fans have wanted for so long and so much more i still don't have banjo kazooie well there's a chance you could get him i mean with the I'm way they've so been going happy. they i i could see it happen because i mean king karul he's a rare character i mean he's also owned by nintendo but still um, yeah. So to move things along, Crom and Dark Samus are Echo characters. Oh my gosh! Okay. I was watching. <laughs> so I was watch. I watched it live. Yeah. But I watched it again yesterday 
with uh-huh. my best friend who had not seen it. And oh. we love to play Smash together, and she's yeah. she loves Smash too, and she loves to play as Samus, and she also um, recently played Fire Emblem Awakening. Oh, cool. So first they showed Krom, and she's like, oh my gosh, it's Krom! And I'm just like, just wait, just wait. And then Dark Samus came on, she's like, oh my gosh! She was like, <laughs> that's cool. It was amazing. That's wow. cool. Um... um. We the stages. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Like was the stages. They have like a hundred and three stages, and they're all going to be able more to see go. to be a Pokemon we, master is mine. We po- paused the video and we looked at all the stages to see what was up, and they're bringing back <laughs> the original um, Star Fox, not the original, I guess, but the one from Melee, and I think it was actually the original as well. But the yeah, the Great the Fox. Ship, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I love that stage and she loved to, and so we're like, I love that original Smash. That. Yeah, they're bringing back a couple of the original Smash stages. Uh, they have they're... Fountain of Dreams and it looks so pretty. <laughs> Is there the a Poke- Rainbow the city, Road? The map? Pokemon stage? They do. I'm oh, I'm so excited. The only thing they don't have, which I'm kind of okay with them not having, Poke Floats. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> one of the ones that was definitely not a favorite. Which is fine, but. It's just yeah. interesting that they that was made a cool sure stage. I thought it yeah. was fun to mess around with, but like never yeah. do anything actually serious on. Yeah, that was one they definitely didn't include. I think there was like one or two that they didn't include from. That. And then you, you, the stages can switch. Mm-hmm. You and, can morph them. You and can also, switch them. the music. They're <laughs> so they like trick you, and they're just like, yeah, we have like four hundred. No, just kidding, eight hundred. There's like, like uh. yeah, <laughs> and you can turn your switch into like a music player. You can put the switch in sleep I... mode. And it'll still play the so music. I was so pumped about that because cool. that was something yeah. I wanted to do for the Wii U version because uh-huh. um, there's so much. And and even the Brawl version. Yeah. Like, I would just listen to the music and I'm like, man, I just wish I could not just have this be connected to this console. Yeah. Um, but they realized, because basically, I listen to that music on Spotify anyway. And a lot of nice. that music mm-hmm. isn't original on Spotify. They're covers yeah. because just trademarks yeah. or whatever. So basically. That's a deal. You don't have to buy any of that music anymore because it <laughs> yeah. comes with the game, and that's and you can make your own playlist. So you can make your own um, playlist and like work yeah. out to them. Like, I'm hmm. really jazzed about that. I think of like especially Joe who listens to a lot of game music, mm-hmm. right? Video yeah. game music while he's and writing. So yeah, and I I do the same thing while I write reviews. I listen to music a lot, and I just do when I'm working. <laughs> Yeah, not even writing sure. anything, about, just about right. anything I do, I listen to music. Um, so I think it's really cool to have that. I mean, just throw on headphones and type away, you know, or mm-hmm. who knows what I would do. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else from that direct we haven't touched on. So the, they, yes, yeah, so the two. Oh, the modes. Yeah, the, the okay, there was Smash one down. mode. They brought back tourney mode. Yeah. So you can have an actual official tournament built in the game, which is really nice. Awesome. They have squad attack. Is that what's yeah, called? Yeah, the team based yeah. mode. Yeah, it's called squad, and you get to like pick like three to five characters, mm-hmm. and I think whenever they die, it switches to the next one. Maybe I don't yeah, remember something that makes like sense. that. Yeah, um, the one I'm really excited about is the one where I don't even remember what they called it, but the one where you choose a character and then everyone like chooses a character. Then the next time you play, you none of those can be. Got yeah, it. so that's it. That, I was so excited for that mode because uh, it's called Smashdown. It reminds me that's of right, uh, Overwatch because in Overwatch there's this mode like it's an elimination mode 
to where after you win with a wait, it's after yeah after you win i mean in smash's case like when you beat a character they can't you can't your opponent can't use them anymore mm-hmm. but in something like overwatch it's cool because like when you win with a character you can't use them anymore so it forces you to actually choose choose a different character um so like i just kind of got overwatch vibes from that yeah that's cool Um, so uh i'm trying to remember if there's anything else really um big for me besides mm -hmm. again yeah king k rule was really big um and just massive basically ultimate is the only word to describe that game at this point (laughs) it is ultimate make another one so they yeah oh yeah so i mean that was a lot to unpack um so i guess that's it for gaming news uh, real quick for the pull list, we got Bard's, Bard's yeah. Tale Trilogy, Death's Gambit, uh, a game called Phantom Doctrine, and then the final season of Telltale's The Walking Dead. If you I need to catch up on that final so bad. season. Yeah. Wow, finally. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally. literally, it's finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. All right. So that's it. We can go into movies now. Yay. Um, uh, I've watched movies. What movies what, did you what see? have you seen, Shelly? What? Oh, you're making me go first, and not you. I'll make you go first. <laughs> I don't like going first. Okay, that's fine. I watched I, I Hell's Moving Castle finally. Oh, it's you've never seen it before. No, I had never seen it before. You should and read I was the super book too. Salty that I never had seen it before because I love Studio Ghibli movies, but I realized the top the top two argumented like um, the best ones argued are Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away, and those are the only two I hadn't seen. So I still haven't seen Spirited Away. Which is so weird. Like, Spirited Away is good, but yeah. I don't think it's his best. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. I, I, It's a good movie, but it's not my personal favorite. But like, I do think Howl's it is Moving what Castle everyone movies. thinks of when they think of Studio Ghibli. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But, oh my gosh, Howl's Moving Castle so good. Freaking <laughs> Billy Crystal. Yeah. Was so he's good. great. Uh, yeah, he's great. All the voicing and all that. That's a great movie. I really like that movie <laughs> a lot. Someday I'm gonna have to do a marathon of all of them. I think yeah, do it. I've definitely seen Howl's Movie Castle. There's another one that's like Howl's Movie Castle that I get Castle mixed up with it though. Sky. I actually Maybe. read the book for Howl's Moving Castle before I saw the anime or the yeah, movie. Yeah, I I had read the book, but my my cousin read the book, and she when I was with her. I don't even remember when I was with her, but she was like, we should watch it because I've read the book and you've been wanting to see the movie. We should just watch it together because I want to see how similar it is. And yeah. I I don't know how similar it is, um, but I do know it's a really good, great movie. It's very good. And how is too attractive for it to be fair, okay? I'm just going to say <laughs> that right now. <laughs> it's upsetting. Alrighty. Okay. I just want to say that. And I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. any other female who has seen that movie would agree with me. <laughs> okay, <Straight up>. yeah. <laughs> Just saying, that's man, Christian Bale. Anyway, um, Christian that's Bale. Well, that's I... part of it. Well, no, that's part of it. Probably. I mean, it's it's the voice. I bet. Uh, I can't. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't even. I don't even think I've seen everything else. That's that's the important thing <laughs> that I watched. Oh, that was okay. so good. <laughs> cool did you see anything else Jay? yeah i watched um we had been i mean it got brought up a couple times in, in the last few weeks but i watched that new ghostbusters movie that came out ghostbusters. 
Yeah. I mean, I, what'd you I, think? I guess I could see, like, there's a lot of dumb criticisms that the internet had, um, and a lot, like, maybe legit ones, but I thought it was an overall enjoyable movie. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, I guarantee yeah, you, yeah. I have seen worse movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I liked it. And I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I liked it. It was genuinely funny, uh, especially with that director. He usually makes, like, rated R comedies. And so it's only PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some, like, <laughs> like there were some jokes that were fairly adult. Oh, um, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, like, it was one of those things where uh, it's, it's PG-13, so it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but it was funny. Um, Chris Hines, or Hemsworth, however you say it, um, he was, was the best. so great. Oh, my gosh. I like, I like when they keep throwing him sandwiches and stuff at the end. He's like, uh, oh, yep. He's like, I'll take that, too. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. Anyway, so that's what I watched. Awesome. I finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes! There you go. One of the best end credit scenes Marvel's done so far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, absolutely. Talking about the second one or the first end credit scene? <laughs> the, the one that mattered. Got okay. it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I assume I you meant, but, but there is the other one. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, it was the one that it, mattered. It, 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 it it brings up more questions and more theories. Yep. Yeah. I, it's it really... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see things unfold. I won't say <laughs> any more about that part. I definitely think that that was yeah. needed after Infinity War. This it lighthearted was, uh, yeah. movie. Uh, very yeah. funny. Very true to... Very much felt like a continuation of the first Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Which felt good. Yeah, because I remember... Yeah, Ant-Man is definitely different from any other marvel um yeah superhero marvel movie even the, even the villain was very non-traditional like not even really a villain kind of like i mean to a degree right. yes but but it was very like personal like it was, it was yeah no depth to i it. just i really liked it yeah. yeah it wasn't ant-man versus another version of himself which is really exciting <laughs> they, yeah. they broke the mold although yeah. i was thinking about it it would have been really funny if they had Giant Man, because Ant Man like turns into Giant Man if they would have had Goliath <laughs> fight him. Uh-huh. And I feel like that mm. probably was the original idea. And I don't I can't say that for sure for Marvel. But Ant Man can grow tall now. We better have the tall what version the of him fight him. The movie talks about then yes. And I won't say anything more about that. Yeah. But I, if I you've did seen the movie. see somewhere that they did have an original uh, they did have a scene planned where Goliath okay. was gonna uh, yeah, he was gonna be Goliath. Be yeah, a thing. That's, be more of a thing there but it got cut i think yeah it was it's really good i i very much enjoyed it i mean i love all the marvel movies but uh it took me way too long to get to it we were in a very small theater (laughs) in my large theater you could tell it was making its way out the door uh so see it soon if you haven't already yeah you probably Um, got i did i did write the bible study for that yeah you can get those and that was the first marvel slash bible study yeah, and that was the first Marvel study I did. So I was, I was okay. Marvel study. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. saw another superhero movie this week as well. Oh yeah, I watched Death of Superman. What'd you think? I so I've been I love Just League War. I've been talking all about like uh-huh. the last few years. I've been all about these movies, and this is in that continuation, which was really cool. Okay, uh, the humor was not there, and I mean it's a very serious movie, like. It's the death of oh, Superman. It, it, you know what's happening. It, it needs to be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the humor that I really enjoy from those movies uh, was there a little bit, but it wasn't as much as I liked it. My biggest issue with it is that it didn't drive any of its points home hard enough. Ooh. And that was really unfortunate. They got they kind of went over the top with how much you know, Metropolis loves Superman. Yeah. But it was like, all right, we get it. Like, no one really cares. Like, everyone loves him like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then he dies like so – like, you know it's coming because it's the name of the yes. movie. And yes. I, you would have known the name of the comics. And it wasn't – very emotional Ooh. i think they could have made it much more emotional and hmm. i think that it would have been better for them to have left it uh this is kind of a spoiler for the end but it's like not a fun spoiler it's not like oh man um they show him hmm. resurrecting which anyone who knows the comics knows that he comes alive sooner or later obviously uh, but they show his resurrection at the end and it was kind of like, well, that's that's a bummer. Like, there was no emotional pull to have him die and then immediately come right. back to life. And you were like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, have you seen uh, Superman Doomsday? Like, the original movie they did based off of? I haven't. Okay, so that one's much closer to how things are in the comics. The actual comics. Yeah. In the comics, the Justice League isn't there. It's Superman. It's just Superman. Mm. Right. Um, and knowing what I know about that whole series, I do want to see this one because I'm more excited for part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part, part yeah, two's going to be cool. Without saying anything, I'm excited for that because um, the way I got attached to that comic series is uh, Blizzard did a game, a Sega Genesis game back in the day called The Death and Return of Superman. And okay. I beat him up. And it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, that movie looked so different from what I know from the comics. Um, so I do want to watch it myself at some point. Yeah, I mean... And like the Justice League's there, but they're not. They none of it's emotional at the end. That's disappointing. Like they get. I, I won't get into it, but uh, okay. they just like it's. Uh, it it could have driven a lot of the points home better. I think that showing how much people love Superman uh, could have been better than you know through the eyes of basically one character. Um, uh. And then you see, you know, the whole world is like watching on their screens and crying and you're like i don't know it, it just wasn't it wasn't there i didn't so part two is coming out pretty soon right is it i don't know i think it's supposed to be like in the next couple months or maybe even like early next year or something okay yeah uh it definitely sets itself up for that sequel like i said he he resurrects and you like see his silhouette and he flies away see um, which ugh, that's so weird knowing what i know but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i know nothing i so. <laughs> i still love the series though it's, it's been really cool um, Batman is still my favorite character in these Justice League movies because he's just wonderfully awkward <laughs> in the best way. In a Superman movie, yeah, yeah, it's Batman's my favorite part of Superman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tells you something. That's terrible. Yeah, I will say this: I really love how much of a jerk Superman has been in all of these movies that they've done so far. Like, the first one, he comes up to Batman, and he's like, what can you do? And you're like, oh. And then there's a another one. I can't remember which movie it is, but he, like, hits the ground, and everything runs away from him. <laughs> everything. <laughs> like, you you understand his, his power, and so he's, he's cool. very snippy in this one. And I, I love that about this version <laughs> of Superman. That's he's awesome. very, like, he's still the Boy Scout. But he's a Boy Scout that knows he could just, like, destroy anyone. He needs <laughs> That's cool. Um, Goodness. I love that. 
so those are those are the movies that I watched. What are, what's going on in the world of movies? Cool. Shall There's we? not a ton of stuff. There's just some interesting that um, articles that we want to talk about. Um, yeah. One being about Sony actually owning a lot of freaking Marvel characters that we don't really get to know about. They basically. I thought it was just Spider-Man and Venom. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what a lot of people think is that it's just Spider-Man and Venom because that's all they produced. But it turns out they own pretty much all the Spider-Man related um, characters, villains. Hmm. At least a huge majority of them. So I wonder um, how many of those 900 Marvel characters this article says are different versions of Spider-Man. Right. Or different versions of Venom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's versions. a real thing, though, because there are... Yeah. There's Miles Morales, uh, and then there's that futuristic one with the Batman. 2099. Yeah. There's Spider-Gwen. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, Scarlet there's Spire. a lot. Yeah, like, technically, those are all different characters. Yep. Right. I could go down the list, but we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> right, yeah. So, 900 Marvel oh. characters is what they claim, and that's that's a lot. That's crazy. So, um, it just makes me wonder, because they're focusing on Spider-Man um, and Spider-Man-related characters, because Spider-Man is so huge in Marvel, maybe it's that all the other ones that aren't related to Spider-Man just really are not popular enough for them to think that they can make a movie they're off like of. They're like DC's Quilt Man. Yeah, I don't know. Cow. But yeah, <laughs> some something weird. I wonder if they have Spider Pig. Wasn't Spider? Oh Pig? yeah, yeah. Spider, I bet they do. Spider Pig. Spider I for, Pig. No, I forget what it's actually like. What what the does? It's uh, Peter Porker. Yeah, Peter Porker. Yeah, Peter Porker. Yeah. Does whatever a Spider Pig. <laughs> in does. that Spider Man game, I've been streaming. Uh, they loosely throw an Easter egg at the beginning of it because they show like the the whatever the the web thing, you know, the multiverse of Spider-Man. I forget what it's called right now. Oh, okay. um, the Spider-Verse? Yeah, the Spider-Verse. There you go. But they throw, like, a loose Easter egg in there and, and show him at the beginning of that game I've been streaming. It's funny. Oh. Peter Porker. Yes. They show, like, a quick little picture. It's great. He better be in there. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, yeah. Yeah, but that's just really interesting because we're talking about how Disney owns everything, especially buying out uh, 21st century uh fox, fox right fox yeah and fox. so you think oh they have everything now actually they don't um sony just right. isn't um comfortable enough to use anything that's outside of spider-man apparently we didn't throw this in the news disney is queuing fox as fox i read somewhere mm-hmm. um so double check this listeners um but they are taking avatar and x-men under the disney flag <laughs> Well, oh, Avatar yeah. is already a thing at Disney World or Disneyland. They Disney have like World, an yep. Avatar section, so it's like in that's the, been uh, a okay. thing. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yep. um, which so is really interesting to me. It, but yeah. it sounds like like Fox Channel is going to remain the Fox Channel. Yeah, yeah like okay. Owned like that, by Disney, yeah. like ABC isn't called mm-hmm. Disney's ABC. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that means we'll get X Men in the next Marvel vs. Capcom game. Hopefully. Oh yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even care about the movies at this point. I just want them back in Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, I don't know who has the rights for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Next little bit of news. So, there have been sort of strange rumors going around the interwebs about Idris Elba um, potentially being the next James Bond. A lot of people are saying, yeah, like, he's got to be the next James Bond because Daniel Craig is going to have one more movie. Um, Yeah. That's what his contract is signed for. 
And it's very clear he doesn't want to return as James Bond, necessarily. Like, he's going to do what his contract says, and he's going to be off on his way. Then he can so... make another Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> Just for Cody. <laughs> Just for yeah. Cody. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the thing that's interesting about this is that, once, first of all, there's no reason for them to search for anyone, with anyone yet, because the next James Bond, I'm not even sure if it's been filming like, I don't know how far it is in production, but I don't think it's very far at all. So there's no reason for them to already thinking about next, next James Bond. There's no reason for them to do that. That just time-wise, mm-hmm. like, doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. And second of all, um, Idris Elba, Elba has been kind of um, playing around Dodgy. with this hype a little bit. Uh, he's been tweeting just random things, um, mm-hmm. but he also... He's, he hasn't confirmed anything, but if anything, he's uh, showed that it's not going to happen. Yeah, didn't um, he tweet, like, don't get your hopes up or something? Yeah, he said, don't believe the hype. That's what don't it, believe that the hype. thing he tweeted, but... Um, yeah. So, the thing that's interesting also about this that everyone keeps talking about is, oh, can James Bond be a person of color? Can James Bond be anyone that is not... Um, a white man or a Sean white British Connery. man, essentially, too, because they're always British I just well. was British, isn't he? Huh? He's yes. totally British. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's from Europe. Yeah, I don't know exactly where. I but... think he's British. Yeah. Yeah, no, he is. He's got the accent. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll, uh, maybe we'll get to see him cancel the apocalypse as James Bond. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's just a very interesting thing that a lot of people are kind of expecting at this point like if he if he isn't the next james bond at this point the internet seems to be wanting some person of color to play as james bond or even maybe even a woman which is interesting so the question now when it comes to in the world the actual world of james bond is is james bond the same person throughout the same movies or is it just a code name for a certain person and different movies have suggested different things. They've suggested, oh, that's totally the same person. But they've also suggested it's totally a codename. So basically, whatever they do end up um, making the next James Bond as would sort of. They would I have haven't to watched have a James Bond movie role. in years. Yeah. I will watch it if Idris Elba is James it, Bond. It's been a few. Like, I haven't seen. What was it? Spectre that just came out? I haven't seen I never saw Spectre. I... Uh, Skyfall. I, I did see Skyfall. I've seen most of the Daniel. I've seen. Most, Most of the of Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig ones. I've seen a bunch Royale of the Pierce Brosnan ones. I thought you were going to say Daniel Radcliffe. No. Okay, real excited. <laughs> no. I lied. That you need Daniel Radcliffe as James work. Bond. Daniel Radcliffe would be James Wand. That would be... <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, I don't know if people, people on the internet have opinions about everything, so yeah. if you have an opinion about it, cool. That's why yeah. we have a podcast. That's why, yeah. Yeah, make a podcast, then you can... Spread your opinions legit instead of over Twitter. Yeah, because Twitter is the <laughs> worst. Go. Anyway, um. hey, we get questions from Twitter. I know. No, Don't exactly. bash the Twitter sphere. <laughs> no, Twitter's fine. It's the people using it that get a little crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. We got peeps that are gonna be like, oh, I'm not tweeting them anymore. No, keep tweeting us. Um, we love your questions. Uh, just a couple more uh bits of news, simply about movies yeah. that we already knew were gonna happen. Just a little bit more information about them, such as we finally got a live action picture for Mulan. Just a single picture, just her holding the sword, looking Looks really, really fierce. cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's hopefully gonna be really good. Obviously, you can't judge an entire 
production off of a picture. But I'm excited. It's cool that, that they're. I mean, you can. Yeah. It would just be poor judgment. Would just be I want dumb. that to be like an, this awesome kung fu epic, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or something like that. I think that'd be amazing. That'd be pretty like, cool. If it I was like an old school kung fu epic. As close to the cartoon as a lot of the other Disney remakes have been. Yeah, I'm wondering how close yeah. it could be because already we know there's not going to be songs. There's not going to be Mushu. Um, there's going to be a there's lot. There's no Mushu? No. Really? I didn't I'm know that. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere. Someone fact check me. Someone fact check me. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that there's definitely no Mushu. We need Mushu. Because I think the problem there is that everyone, no one would take anyone besides Eddie Murphy as Mushu. And if they can't get Eddie Murphy, <laughs> then they're going to be disappointed. So it's better to just not have Mushu. Get Eddie Murphy to be Mushu. Then, I mean, they could just do great, it. Yeah, but, they could then, literally just have him reprise yeah. his role. I just have no idea. Yeah, how... it would be awesome. Yeah, I have no idea how similar it's going to be to the cartoon because, yes, it's Disney, but also yeah. I feel like with live action, it's just inviting it to be, you know, darker, different turn, different. Yeah. So I don't really know. I guess we don't, we can't tell at this point, really. We know there's not going to be. Hashtag give me Mushu. Song, so. Mushu. Solder on your couch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final last bit of news is we've been talking about the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We've just been getting a couple more details about it. Ke- uh, ben Schwartz is going to be the voice of Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I'm cool. getting more and more excited for this, and I'm getting really worried they about how two, excited I am for uh, it. Actors from the MCU in there. They got. We already <laughs> talked about Jim Carrey. Um. We also got a little tiny bit of uh, plot context. Yeah. <laughs> so with the cop, and we already mentioned there's going to be a cop that Sonic is sort of tagging along with. Um, <laughs> Literally a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Yeah. With Sonic. Yeah. They're traveling from, um, was it North or South Dakota? South Dakota. It was South Represent. Dakota. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so from yeah. South Dakota to, to high school in South Dakota. Uh, San Francisco. Where they're going to stop Dr. Robotnik. LJ's from California. He can represent. There's, I mean, there's definitely a green hill zone somewhere in between there. It's very Yeah, there's hilly. a billboard that says green hill zone. It's very hilly. I mean, there's legit, like, you got the Great Plains green and hill stuff. City. I mean, there's got to be a green hill zone in there somewhere. But yeah, so <laughs> like There's that's... a billboard in the movie that's going to be Green Hill. It's really? Town. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's gonna have loop de loops for like for the roads and I stuff. I hope they oh, have hope so. City Escape in there, that song. <laughs> Rolling oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the you gotta have, sound. Like see like, like they better be in the credits. Like I'm a bit like see I I'm at the age where I love the two D games, but I do like some of the like like the adventure games. That well. game has yeah. a special place. But in it's heart. like you can't have Sonic without Crush Forty these days. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you just can't. And the director has done a few scenes from Sonic 06 and Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. Which say what you want about the games, the cutscenes were actually like really good looking. If it helps any, he's also done work on Deadpool and Terminator 6 as well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what we got for our movie news. So Cody, what's uh? Or I guess we could talk about TV. What we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I as far as TV, I'll go first for TV. Just because yes. I watch more Fade Bridge. First. Fade to break now page. I want to go first. And yeah. I knew that we'd both talk about it. It's amazing. Um, we can't really give anything away, though. You just got to go watch it. <laughs> yeah. From, but from make sure you've seen me, Fade Zero and Unlimited Blade Works first, or else you won't get yeah. a lot of the jokes, and it may be spoiled. Yeah, don't watch Abridged. 
as a form of an abridged version because it's not helpful. <laughs> the only the only abridged show I watched that I haven't seen the original from is Dragon Ball Z abridged. Oh uh, no. So okay. and I honestly don't feel bad about that because Dragon Ball Z is very. They um, missed long. the opportunity. I feel like I to learned call more it. from the abridged than I did from watching the actual show. And Code Geass, Code Geass abridged. I've seen some of that too. That. They that missed really the There's opportunity to call it unlimited abridged works. Yeah. Unlimited oh well. Works. <laughs> but it's just very, very well done. So. Since I, I oh, will be so back in, on here next week, so maybe I'll report back with some Fate Zero. It is mature humor. Yeah. Uh, be wary of that. Not all of it. Yeah, uh, lots of language. Viewer discretion yeah, is involved. Tons, tons of language. Yeah. <laughs> be aware of that. Uh, and then I've also, I, I promise, I'm so close to finishing Jessica Jones, guys. I know I've been saying that for like three months. Yeah. We have two episodes left. I will have them watched before I talk to you next week. Watch it take you like two or three more weeks before you actually finish it. Oh, I'll watch no. like half an episode and I'm going to back. I'm like, I'm almost there. <laughs> um, it did finally oh. get good, but I'm almost done with it. I, I've never, I thought about this too. I've never forced myself to watch a show for so long that I wasn't a fan of, hmm. uh, but because of, and I think it's really interesting just because hmm. I love the other shows, yeah. I want to be completely filled in, even though there's not a Defenders 2 in the works right now, right? Yeah. Hmm. So, it's it's weird that it has my attention the way it does, because I'm like, it's okay. It's not terrible. I'm just... I think it's it's a little bit better knowing that you're not paying extra for it. I mean, it just comes with Netflix. You're going to have Netflix anyway. I feel too. like it'd be mm. a little bit different if... Um, I mean, the MCU holds us in a little bit different way i feel Mm -hmm. like we're at this point especially after finney war at least i feel like i gotta see for sure all the movies i felt like that for a while but especially after finney war i'm like i gotta see all the movies and Mm -hmm. that stuff i pay for you know it does have references to civil war that are kind of cool um yeah and not it's very specific um but it was enough for me to go ooh. That's yeah, awesome. that's good. I'm glad. That's cool. I'm glad it's not I completely love, I love separate. When the, they reference the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's been for. I mean, there's a lot of people that knew that um, David Tennant was supposed to reprise his role in this. And they didn't know how. Uh, it was not. It was literally a like. I know you're bored here. Oh <laughs> wow. Um. So I don't know. It's been. It's been rough. I also, it, I think part of it too. My wife brought this up: is it's really hard to know who the villain is through this huh. whole thing. Um, they've taken like humanizing the villain so far that uh, you don't know if they're still the villain or if they're like being redeemed or what's going on. Yeah. And hmm. It's been Crazy. weird. Uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for Luke Cage. That's good. That's good. Cool. What have you yeah, been watching, Shelley? I know LJ said that he's been not uh watching a lot on this front yeah um yeah besides fate of bridge the office the office yep i mean you did say you watched an anime sorry yeah i mean i've only watched a few episodes so i can't really speak on it uh hunter hunter as i think it's called yeah um it's okay i mean i'm only like a few episodes in it's a typical like shonen style anime um i still don't really know what any of these characters do right now except that they want to be hunters I was say they hunt. And, well, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, I feel like it's a very general term at this point. Um, okay. But they're starting with an exam, like a lot of 
like anime yeah. do some kind of like test or tournament thing, you know, like it's that's how you know it's a show in anime is when they start with a test. Um, <laughs> nah, I don't yeah, know, but no, that's cool. it seems okay so far. I haven't really felt motivated to keep going. But yeah, it's I mean, But you will anyways. Yeah, like it's it's okay so far. Like I haven't hasn't hooked me yet. So Got it. I think we'll you said see. just the office, Shelly. Yeah, pretty much. I haven't watched anything interesting. Okay. The office is still interesting. The office is amazing. The office will always be interesting. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I haven't seen it yet. What? Uh, what? Who? Oh, let's get into some TV news. I was going to say, you know what else you haven't seen? But we'll yeah. go I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm really excited that there is a season two. I have not seen season one of One Punch Man yet. One Punch! I know that I need to. Yes, I you do. want to. I will. Uh, but season two, for those who have seen it or are ready for more, comes out in 2019. Mm-hmm. April 2019. Better not be a freaking April 1st joke. I will cry. <laughs> no, I feel like set that's it legit. Out this far out. I, I feel don't like know. What if yeah. it was an April 1st release? Then I would be. <laughs> and then it was just a re-release of season one. I'd watch it. Started. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I wanted to start with like a he like punches something and it creates like a time loop, and then it's literally the rest of the show. Oh gosh! I do, I, I do, I have seen uh, the you know the subtitled version, but I do, I have the English dub on my Amazon wish list for the Blu-ray. So because that's cool. That's still an anime that's early enough for me to be like, hey, I can get these and keep them as a collection. Mm. Yeah. Other anime, they're like nine seasons in. Yeah, and pretty much. You're just like, nope. I, I need to see it. I'm really... I, I watched the first episode and I loved it. Uh, it just hasn't been something I've gotten around to yet. Another thing we've been talking a lot about, but uh, the Halo TV series. I keep talking about it, I think, mostly because I'm still in disbelief that it's real. Because there was so much talk for so long about Halo becoming... everybody is. Something yeah. quality. Um, like, Steven Spielberg making a Halo TV series just sounds amazing. It does. But... It's going to be an original story, and Master Chief will be the main character, which is something we didn't know. We knew Master mm-hmm. Chief was going to be in it. We didn't know if he was going to be the focal point. Mm. I still think that Master Chief should be played by Abraham in Walking Dead because there's some random book where they mention that he's a redhead, and Abraham <laughs> is the yeah. toughest looking redhead I can think of. The cool thing is Steve Downs has been, uh, the voice actor, has been kind of loosely promoting the show. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, to me, it's like if they weren't going to cast you, then you wouldn't be promoting it. Um, so yeah. hopefully it'll be him. But the other thing is, it's, if it's got to be a TV show, they got to show him. I mean, they've never shown him without his helmet yet. Maybe he'll Darth Vader it and he'll be Master Chief, but it'll just be him in the mask the entire time. I mean, maybe they could get away with actually showing him by, like you were saying, like, you know, show him as a kid or something during a flashback because. Yeah, whole, the whole thing about Spartans is the crazy training they went through and like the crazy boot camp and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just anyway. thought of ERB Epic Rivals of History. Oh gosh, <laughs> Leonidas <laughs> versus Master Chief. Oh wow! Uh, again, mature humor, but <laughs> if you want some good educational laughs, educational uh, ERB. Yep, that specific one's probably not educational at all. Some of them are though. <laughs> they yeah, actually, that's true. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's go that's it for the TV news. So we got some discussion questions. We got some yeah. good discussion questions. Yeah. First one coming from Francisco Ruiz. 
is there a significance to celebrities coming out as Christian? Why is it significant? Oh, I get it now. Uh, I read it weird earlier. <laughs> is it just the size of their reach slash platform? For example, Chris Pratt and the MTV Movie Awards. I... I'll let you guys go first. I have a lot. I have an opinion on this. Yeah, I think there... I think scope is a huge thing. I definitely think that's one thing. I think another thing is just the fact that stereotypically Hollywood is... At Hollywood specifically, I know not all celebrities are from Hollywood, but I think when it comes to um, actors, singers especially, um, like... I've been... So one of my friends, one of my really close friends... Um, is going to LA in, in a week or so and she's going to be doing studying stuff down there studying film um, hmm. but so many people have gone to her and said like oh yeah but Hollywood is so like messed up and Hollywood's so you know sinful essentially like Hollywood's huh. messed up is essentially like what she's been getting just so often um, uh. and she's also a Christian and I think it sort of helps um like, I, I don't really like that stigma necessarily, but at the same right, time, right. there is, you know, a lot of crap that happens in Hollywood. Um, yeah, it's it, dark. So I think it brings at least me hope seeing um, Christian celebrities that are able to be Christians in that environment and to potentially bring it not only to fans, but to other celebrities. Um, so... That that's just my first thoughts upon it, but I'll I'll hear what you guys have to say. Cool. I legit can't think of anybody like on the same like such as Chris Pratt, like I off the top of my head right now, who's like super vocal about it. Um Yeah. There was the whole thing about when Justin Bieber supposedly became a believer and all that stuff. Yeah, like he's engaged now. Well, it's not well, crazy. So, well sorry. Yeah, I know there I know there's I know there's <laughs> been stuff over that too. Oh, um man. but my thing is, like, you really don't know what the walk or faith of somebody is really like. Right. I mean, unless they're, I don't know, it's, I mean, even if they're vocal about it, I guess, too. But it's it's one of those things that's like when you do hear about, um, there, you know, there's been there's been news of that about actors. Like, one, one of them was, oh, I can't remember who was in Fury Road, was it, or that tank movie. There was an actor there. It was like Brad Pitt and because apparently Brad Pitt's like supposedly a Christian. I don't know how. Um, oh, it was like Shia LaBeouf or somebody who like supposedly like hmm. all of a sudden they believed in God or something. Like I don't know to what extent that's even real or what or how that news floats around. But it's one of those things. Is like I try not to judge, mm-hmm. and like 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 for Justin Bieber especially. Like I don't know what that dude's life is like. I know supposedly he tried to like prayed before a concert or something in front of a bunch of people like that's that's cool to hear about like i'm glad i'm hearing about that he showed up to a mainstream concert and led worship which is super cool (laughs) yeah i think so especially celebrities like justin bieber who have had such a past and who's had such a history um i think what's really what frustrates me about other christians judging his christianity is that they're just like, oh, you can't be Christian because you did all these things in the past. It's like, literally, have you seen Paul? <laughs> yeah, it's like, isn't that the whole point? This is the whole point, is yeah. that you, yeah. you change yourself yeah. and you you follow sure. Jesus and 
you your past self is behind you and yeah. you become a different person and so that's always what frustrates me is where it's just like oh yeah let's judge this celebrity because they say they're a christian but obviously their lifestyle isn't christian because first of all you don't know their lifestyle anyway exactly. because when you're famous exactly. that always gets twisted because yeah. that's how it right. works on the internet um mm. but i don't know and, and second of all yeah you can't just judge someone because they're past things if they say that they're a becoming a christian because we're supposed to not take those things into account yeah sins are forgiven and therefore we must accept him as that so yeah so i mean it's hard to say like like chris pratt i think you know he's very vocal about it like him telling people not to be a turd (laughs) in during the mtv movie awards is great like he that's that's classic that's classic chris pratt humor thrown in there i'm which, unfortunately, I think people are going to take it as that. Like, I don't think people are going to take that as a legit message. I mean, they I know some news outlets did report it that way. But to me, like, it was such a message that he was able to express it to mainstream in the best way he could. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it was great. Like, there, even though it was humorous, the, the, his words had a lot of weight to it. What do you so. think, Cody? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's... The question is whether or not it's significant. And I think it definitely is significant for right. celebrities becoming yeah. as Christians. It is. I think uh, as far as celebrities are concerned, I think they need to, for their sake, make sure that they're pointing people to Jesus and not to them as Christians to look up to. Yes. They, they need to think, walk the walk, basically, and talk the well, talk. Well, there's a lot of people that are going to look at Chris Pratt and they're going to say, I want to be like Chris Pratt. And yes. He's a Christian, so I want to be yeah. like him. Yes. And then when he does fall, when he does falter, mm-hmm. yes. then they're going to go, oh, I was wrong about him. Yeah, Instead that's true, of, yeah. And so I think, like, Chris Pratt or Justin Bieber, they need to say, hey, Jesus is perfect. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm following, and if you want to be like me, then follow yeah. this perfect God yeah. and don't follow me. Because, I mean, people already put celebrities on a pedestal. So when yep, they be, right. when they say they become Christian and then there's a stereotype of like oh Christians they're perfect they don't mess up and then that happens it's just it's more yeah. extreme version of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like especially with with his divorce or whatever. Like that's part of yeah. why that was so huge. I mean, that was with uh, yeah. with Russell Wilson too. I mean, I know I love Russell Wilson and he's very popular <laughs> around here because of Seahawks and whatnot. But you yeah. know, he's a very vocal Christian as well and like not yeah, a yeah. you know acting celebrity obviously he's a sports celebrity but i think the same goes with sports celebrities too and everyone yeah. was super upset because he got a divorce as well um and people were just like oh well maybe you can't be christian and blah blah, blah. but it's also like when you're living the famous life you're not gonna there's there's so many things i can't even imagine so that's <laughs> what i'll yeah. say about so that. i think it's significant for two reasons though one is for the people who do look up to these celebrities yeah. uh they have this role model that will hopefully be pointing people to jesus yeah. uh, and then we kind of brought up like hollywood can be very dark and so yeah. having celebrities that are christian that are this light in this dark world uh, yeah. is definitely good for their community which yeah it, it's a weird community because it's all rich people but it's definitely like celebrities hang out with celebrities yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah, I, I think it's definitely significant for both those two reasons. Uh, and the other question, part of the question was, is it just the size of their reach or platform? And I feel like I don't, I don't understand why we're doing this, but we seem to undermine that. But yeah, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber is reaching like millions of people, thousands of people. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. probably millions at this point. Yeah, it's 
that's 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 a big significant ordeal uh and i think as long as he is um trying and he's putting effort into his faith and he's uh showing people that yeah like if half of them sincerely look at justin bieber and go i want to be a christian because he's doing it and it seems to be working for him so i'm gonna try it in my life then that's a win Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. that's a huge win so uh even if 20 of them i mean you know i don't know i i like look at you know how many people get saved in um even a big church on a weekly basis yeah justin bieber what he can do at a concert if a handful of them were to take it seriously that's that's a big deal yeah Yeah. for sure so do you guys have anything else to add to that one no i think i I think that was good we all had a lot of great points yeah yeah Yeah. thank you so much francisco ruiz uh we i we loved that question that was awesome that was good yeah Mm -hmm. uh the other ones are good too but they're a little little more fun uh and Mm -hmm. less industry-based i I love the industry-based stuff the things that like um, they're like kind of our expertise. These are more more about us. Noel Davila, probably said your name wrong, especially since I tried to make it sound fancy. Um, <laughs> what film does everyone else love that you hate? And then it's vice versa, but let's do that one first. Ooh. LJ, what's a movie that everyone else loves that you can't stand? Oh Yeah, I like how you worded it, can't stand, because I feel like hate is a strong word because I still like a lot of things about it. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get some hate mail for this, but uh, it's Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh. Okay. I, I just. Spider-Man Homecoming. I oh. mean, there, Wait, there you are, don't like it. There are yeah. aspects of it like I appreciate, but there's just so much that I disliked about it. <laughs> okay. Um, to me, it felt like Spider-Man and his like Disney Channel friends. Like to uh. me, like the whole high school aspect of it felt like a Disney, like a like an old Disney Channel movie to me. Like that's what okay. it kind of felt like. I <laughs> see. I was um, fine with that. Just. Some of the like casting decisions. Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess... I don't know. And then finding out who some of these characters were and seeing the roles. Like, not that they couldn't pull off some of these roles, but just knowing where the comics go with some of these characters. It's like, really? Like, right. who that? Like, that's that's what this character is going to do, potentially? Like, I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are aspects of it I loved. Like, Michael Keaton was amazing. Uh, that whole interaction yeah. with him and, him and Peter was awesome. But it was just... Everything except for like the high school life. I mean, I and that's because they made the movie relate to like a lot of people, like especially the younger culture. Like, I'm not that old, but I'm I'm at the point where there's definitely a significant age gap and a significant like gap in culture where I, there's just a lot that I personally don't relate to. Which okay. I mean, there's plenty of other Spider-Man content I probably could probably relate to, and this movie definitely, I don't think, was necessarily for my demographic, per se, uh, which is fine, but I just, I don't know, it was just, I didn't like it. <laughs> what about you, Shelly? I'm trying to think, and I'm not really sure. Shelly likes all movies. I, I like <laughs> a lot of movies. I don't really hate a lot of movies. Yeah, okay. see, that's why I was like, hate's a strong word. But I also, because I'm not for... sure if I... Because I feel like the movies that I can't stand are ones that <laughs> generally can't be... That generally Sharknado. aren't good. Yeah. Huh. I love Sharknado. 
I don't like Sharknado. <laughs> but I can't pretend other everyone hates I'm that. I'm going to use that as the answer. I don't like Sharknado okay. because it's everyone Not a good thought cheesy it was garbage. very original and like, oh my gosh, this is so, this sci-fi is doing this for the first time when sci-fi has been doing that for so long and they just pull that crap and they became <laughs> self-aware, which is a bad thing. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. They needed to be aware because that's when it's funnier. Yep, I agree. Oh, hey, Cody. Uh, I don't have a good one for this either. Colby is going to hate me for this, but I'm going to go with the original Blade Runner. Ooh. I've seen it. Mostly because I think I just, like, I watched it too late. Like, watching it today, uh, I'm just like, I don't really get what's going on here. It's definitely, like, it's one of those movies they show in, like, probably an art class. Like, it's a slow burn. Like, it's an art piece. Like, you don't go to that Blade Runner. You don't go to watch that Blade Runner for action. You go, you go watch it for the atmosphere and it's a really weird, the, the, abstract. The, yeah, like the setting of it and the style of it is what you want to go see it for. You really yeah. shouldn't necessarily go for it for the characters and like, you know, like I mean, I mean, you should obviously, you know, that's part of what makes a movie. But Harrison it's one of those Ford things. Was a little rapey in that, and that bugged me too. Yeah, um, I mean. That's the thing is it doesn't have a ton of character development. It doesn't have like a ton of action. Like it's definitely a slow burn. So yeah. I could definitely so I, see. I don't hate it, but yeah. I want to go with that. It's probably the closest thing I have to yeah. other people loving the movie and me going, meh. Yeah. Sorry, Colby. I loved the new one. Say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so vice versa. What's a movie that you love that everyone else is like, really? Oh my gosh. What Space are my Jam. favorite movies? One of my favorite cool, chick Jam. flick movies um, is another Cinderella story. It has okay. Jane Lynch, <laughs> has Selena Gomez, and I love the crap out of that movie. It's not a good movie. It's not. Is it literally it's, called another. It's Cinderella called story? another Cinderella story. Okay, I had to make sure. It's I'm not like, the wait. original Cinderella story because that one has um, Hilary Duff. It's not that one. Oh, yeah. That one's not as good. The Selena Gomez one is great. Okay. And huh. I love the heck out of that movie. So Jane that's Lynch what I'm is genuinely say. a funny actress, though. Like, she's funny in just about anything she's yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I I don't necessarily know if people hate that movie, but people are probably just like, really? You like it that much? It's a dumb movie. I'm like, yes, it's a dumb movie. I love it. Shut up. <laughs> Let me enjoy my things. Oh, actually, I mean, aside from what I said earlier, Rampage is one. Of the, is one. Oh, I Rampage. think Rampage is genuinely not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I, it's a fun movie, and I enjoy it a lot. I pro- I think I enjoyed it more than Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but nice. that's genuinely a bad movie. Like it got, I mean, it got bad reviews and stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. Cool. I there's probably a better one, but I mentioned Cowboys vs Aliens earlier, uh-huh. and that movie had no right to be that good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's critically like I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely a panned movie. Like I don't think it has very good reviews at all, and I so don't like, think it's that movie was a good western. It's not genuinely loved at all. <laughs> it was a good western, and then after being a good western, they're like, "Oh yeah, and aliens," and I'm like, "I'm already enjoying this movie. You're gonna make it better." <laughs> <laughs> like that movie didn't need aliens to be a good movie. It was already awesome. Wow. And then, yeah. I, I'm and trying to think just, of like yeah. movies that I've seen. Oh no, I've got a perfect one. Sorry, Ghost in the Shell. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I'm on board there with that one too. 
I, it's weird that both my things are cyberpunk, but Ghost in the Shell was completely hated, and I thought it was a great movie. Uh, yeah, I did too. I thought it was, yeah, I, I agree. I really think it was the time it came out mixed with the... Acting um, choices. It was pretty much acting choices, as far as I'm aware. the social justice behind it, because I didn't think, like, they justified yeah. in the movie uh, yeah. her being uh, Caucasian. And... Like there was like the hair that they had for some of the characters was spot on. Like, <laughs> like they, the uh, they did some of those. Yeah, it was so well done. And then I think people just they they looked at it with the whitewashing because it was a really bad example or good example yeah. of whitewashing, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and that really kind of set the tone. I, I also think because it ended in the end, it was after Logan and Beauty and the Beast yeah. and Kong. I think that really hurt it as well. Yeah. yeah, we did, we did mention Space Jam as well earlier before the podcast. I love, I love that Space Jam. Movie. Space Jam. It's genuinely, Space Jam. it's genuinely hated, but like no, I don't believe it. I, I yeah, exactly. I know I there's refuse. people that talk smack about it, but I love Space it. Jam just, is an objectively good movie. I got a Space Jam hoodie. Okay, I'm not ashamed to wear that thing. <laughs> Represent. Yeah, I. Oh, I it. said that twice in the same podcast. That's okay. That's no it's more representing. The, it's not the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here to do we're here, that's why we have a podcast is to represent <laughs> no more representing <laughs> uh, and then Celeste Mora asks what is your favorite guilty pleasure character <laughs> the one you hate to tell people that you love this could uh, go so many ways I feel ways. like I have an answer for this but I can't think about How? it hmm? okay but if you hate if you don't like howls there's something wrong with you <laughs> there's um, no reason for you to not like Howl. Okay, I will fight that. So, <laughs> I will fight you. I'll, I'll fight that. Uh, there's, there's... I don't. I don't really know the like overall reception about Izuku Midoriya from My Hero Academia, but he start like he's a very like whiny like main typical like he's a typical main underpowered young like hero character kind of like naruto like people find naruto super annoying like you'll probably find yeah izuku midoriya very annoying but i just love the story arc behind his character because i can relate to it he's such a big superhero fan like i was when i was a kid and he's literally like taking on his dream of being a superhero like i think it's just so cool like and he get he may get his butt kicked a lot he may be underpowered a lot but he definitely like powers through and like as annoying as he is, like I feel like he definitely grows throughout the show and I, I love that. But I I don't necessarily think that he's a well liked character. I, I don't know that for sure, but that's where I would go with my answer. Okay. Yeah. Do you have an answer on the you top think of your head, Shelley? Cody? Because I don't I don't I don't know. No. I I was gonna go with Saber, but I'm not ashamed to let people know. That Saber is amazing. She's like, yeah, genuinely the main character. That Saber is great. Waluigi, I love Waluigi, but also I'm not ashamed to. Yeah, not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to. Uh, It's almost like cool to be a Waluigi fan now, though. It's like a very. I think what I would probably go with is Violet Evergarden, because it's kind of like a uh, more feminine character to like. But Violet Evergarden uh, from that anime, Violet Evergarden, was really, really good. Um, also looks a lot like Saber. Yeah, huh, actually though. Completely unrelated. It was more about just like that emotional roller coaster that she brought me on. Yeah, Got it. I, I really this this was a tough question because it was very general. 
And so I could pull from so many areas, but just anime is where I went. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that we all went anime. Well, I don't know. Now I'm thinking of, like, Javert from Les Mis, but also I'm not ashamed to talk about how much I love him either. And I, I hope other people like him, too, because he's a really well-done character. Also, um, <laughs> no, people hate... Some people hate Eponine, and some people hate Cosette. I actually really like both of them. I really like all the characters in Les Mis. So if there's people who don't like characters from Les Mis, then maybe that answers the question. So, like, because I'll defend them, most likely. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, don't know. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. I'm unashamed. <laughs> That's my worst part. I'm like, I'll tell you who I love. I love all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, characters. Yeah, I think it's fine. Cool. But I don't want you to know I like characters because I don't like them. <laughs> you guys geeking out about anything else? Um, I do want to promote real quick. Uh, this past week, I was on the Victim is in Villains podcast, oh, and yeah. it is a suicide uh, slash mental health awareness podcast. Um, it was on Christopher Robin mostly because you know, they like to do movie reviews over there, yeah, stuff like that, along with sharing stories and just kind of telling people, you know, mm-hmm. the outlets they can find, you know, if they are struggling with suicide and things like that. Um, so we also, we did a discussion on the movie, but I also got to share my story and my past and about how, um, about how my dad and my stepmom committed suicide, like almost right after I had got saved and sober mm-hmm. and how it was a huge part of like my faith. It was almost like a way of God being like, not testing me, but it's like, all right, you know, you, you, you know, here you are now, like, what are you going to do with this? You know? So mm. Um, but yeah, I just I got to share my story, and it was really cool to do that and talk about a good movie at the same time. So, cool. That's about it. Yeah. Awesome, Shelley. Yeah. I didn't hear you. You didn't say where can they find you at, and so I thought you were going to say that. Oh no, I meant Shelley. Like, uh, oh, <laughs> sorry, LJ. Like, yeah, yeah, not cool. You know about anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> I went to the Royal Gorge. That was fun, but it's not really geeky. Um, Royal Gorge Yeah, those pictures is... looked cool. Yeah. Um, they're up on my Instagram if you want to check them out. But uh, it's it, 2001, the bridge over the Royal Gorge was the highest suspension bridge ever built. Uh, I don't Ooh. know where the highest is now, but I think it's been taken over. Hmm. Um, and it's cool. It sways in the wind. It was really scary. Oh, uh, that would flip. Yeah, that would flip out. It's like 18 feet wide, so like you could stand in the middle of the bridge, but you watch it like sway just a little bit, and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, nah. Nope. Nah. Uh, but it's cool. I got. Uh, it, it's really awesome to see because I'm moving to Arkansas soon, and in Fort Smith, the Arkansas River is huge. Yeah. And so what I was looking at over this bridge was the Arkansas River, and it was tiny. Hmm. Like it's already hmm. this small creek uh here in colorado but then being way way up it was just this little line and i was like man i want to move to arkansas where that river is just like gigantic mm. it's kind of cool to see not really a geeky thing but it was a lot of fun uh <laughs> shelly where can they find you at yeah you can find me on twitter at the shellshock 24 and you can find me friday nights at the um twitch on twitch at the geeks and <laughs> grace channel yeah cool 
I worded that well. How about you, LJ? You can find me on Instagram at WarHeroLJ, and you can also find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace channel Tuesday nights. Cool. You can find me, uh, like I said, on Instagram. We'll go with that one, at Cody Armor. Go follow my Instas for some reason. I take pictures <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye-bye. Listen to that sweet jam. Oh.